But welcome back to A Better Love. I'm your host, Dr. Greg, and we're talking about moving from the talking phase to the together phase and what together means these days. Uh, This episode is brought to you by Anna in Iceland and MJ in Rhode Island, the matriarch of the Matos family. Thanks for your generosity. Radhika, our content creator, as I mentioned at the project, is here with us tonight. Say hi to Radhika, everybody, uh, and let her know where you are in the world. Radhika and I were talking recently about this idea of like talking and what does that even mean? So let's define some terms. Let's start the show off with defining some terms so we're all on the same page. Talking is basically courting. If we're talking about like old school, we're talking about courting. It's dating without any formal titles, right? So it's before we ever say boyfriend, girlfriend, partner, any of those things. So you may be talking to somebody if you're dating them. You may already be romantically involved with them. You may be sexually involved with them. When is it that you are together? Like that, that's really what we're trying to talk about and think about tonight. So what is it that you think as you are hanging out with us right now? Share your thoughts with us in the comments right now. What does that mean for you that you're actually together at the beginning of a relationship? I think ambiguity right? Doesn't last very long between two people who are genuinely interested in each other uh, and see potential in one another, right? If they, and if they have the skills to communicate that intimately. So that's a key point. I want you to wait until the end of the show. At the end of the show, we're going to talk about skills to be able to communicate more intimately with our partners. This is something we need to get all get better at. Natasha, thank you so much for being here. Uh, And anybody else in the room, please introduce yourself. If you don't know this already because you haven't listened to the show before, you haven't been here with Radhika and I at a Better Love Project on TikTok before, I want you to understand something. I believe in a fierce, healthy love, right? And in a secure love, which is a fierce, healthy love, there will be very clear signals from the moment you meet somebody that they are attracted to you and you are attracted to them. There'll be very clear signals that they want to hang out with you and you will want to hang out with them. They're going to be thinking about you and you probably may be thinking about them when you're apart from one another, that they're invested in getting to know you and you in them. This is, we hope, an organic process. And I'll give you my expert opinion. I would say it's in the first one, three months of dating that it would be a fair amount of time for you to understand if there's potential there. One to three months, you only need one to three months of dating to understand whether or not there's potential there. Do you agree with me? If you agree with me, say yes in the comments right now. If you don't agree with me, tell me what you think. Let me know, is there a different timetable that you think of when you think of knowing whether or not someone has potential, that you actually want to hang out with somebody more, you actually want to be with somebody, you actually want to say, this is my girlfriend, hey everybody, this is my girlfriend, hey everybody, this is my boyfriend, right? Obviously, we got some agreement in the room, I appreciate all of you, there are broad cultural differences in terms of how much certainty we need, by the way. Uh, that before it's necessary for to see ourselves in that way, like if we're a couple, in other words. So there's going to be a lot of difference in that. We may, but if we're if we're actually defining a fierce, healthy love as being matched with someone in ways that are a great match, that are romantic, that are sexual, they're intellectual, they're emotional, perhaps spiritual, that that's the kind of connection you're looking for. If that's the kind of connection you're looking for, then it doesn't take 
a really long time, my friends. I don't know if you would agree with me. Let me know in the comments whether or not you agree with me. This is my opinion, and it sits in the context of all that variation I understand in the way that we understand labels, right? Like how we use labels, what meaning we attach to them. And I would say it all matters. It all matters. Whatever meaning each and every one of you who's here tonight and each and every one of you who listens to this episode, it matters what meaning you attach to what which words. The words don't have to be anything specific. It could be pet names. It could be things that you hear from your partner on a daily basis. For example, I dated a Lebanese woman who introduced me to the word Habibti, which I called her often. And in a way, a lover does means something, right? We can communicate our connection in many ways. We can use different words to communicate that. We can use different pet names. We can do it. They all mean the same thing. They all mean a deepening emotional connection, a deepening commitment, a deepening interest. Another example uh, that comes to me is from 90 Day Fiance, The Single Life. Uh, Before I get into the example, our friend says, I've been married for 34 years and it's a lot of fucking work. Did I get that right? Uh, our friend Ginny is in South Florida and she says marriage is about effort. I would agree. And we hope, by the way, that things start off in very simple, easy ways. I'm going to talk about that in a little bit. But uh, we would hope that that effort is effortless relatively in the beginning of a romance, which is what we're talking about right now. So Jeannie, I want you to chime in because we're talking about the beginning of relationships. Our mission here at the show is to reach people in their 20s and 30s who are beginning relationships with people they think they might want to spend the rest of their life with. We want to help those people love more fiercely from the beginning. That is what our mission is right now. What is going on in Colombia? Good to see you. Glad we got international crew in the house. Anyone else from another country other than the United States of America? We often have friends from Canada, the UK, Australia, New Zealand, Portugal, Germany. Uh, friends from all over the place. Radhika and I are here hanging out with you live on TikTok at A Better Love Project talking about the beginning of healthy relationships. Anyway, here's another example of what language, you know, I mean, words can mean, right? 90 Day Fiance, The Single Life, in their recent episode, To Bay or Not To Bay, Am I saying that right, Bay? I watched the recent episode a couple days ago where Natalie is visiting LA. Did they have sex in the last episode? I, don't, I can't remember. But anyway, they, they went to a party with this guy's friends. Now, if anybody watched this show, please let me know in the comments right now. If you have seen this episode, let me know your thoughts about this specific episode. Maybe you agree with me, maybe you don't. I think Natalie had expectations that when she was introduced at that party, that she was gonna be introduced with a title of some kind. Like when, when are you introduced as someone other than Natalie or other than Greg or other than whatever, right? When is it? Does that happen uh, after like two dates? <laughs> the average romantic relationship lasts between how many months? What and what? What did we say? If you've been watching the show for a while and you've already had this conversation with me, please do not respond. But if this is the first time that you're here, I want to know, what do you think it is? The average relationship is probably between, I'm reading right now from our friend Rick Cortez, uh, who says the average relationship is probably between six months and three years. Okay. Radhika says six years. Okay. Think about college. Think about high school. Think about, think about all of them. Edwin says nine months. Radhika has revised to six months. 
All right. So the average is between three to five months. So if you're, you've been dating, let's get back to the point, right? And the point is this, we're trying to figure out, do, are we together? Are you my person or am I, we're just dating. We're just, you know, this is what we're trying to figure out here. This is the conversation we're having right now. So this is my deal for you. All right. If you've been dating for three months, you probably know if you'd like to try to date for another three months. And if you've been dating for six months, you probably know if you want to try to date for another six months. And after you've dated for over a year, and this may be a controversial opinion, but after you've dated for over a year, I think you probably have enough information to determine whether or not you would be a good match. For marriage, I'm talking about, if that's your deal, if that's what you're looking for, which most people are. Uh, but in the beginning in monogamy, checking in with one another, people, this is the biggest deal. This is the only thing I want you to remember tonight in this episode. The biggest deal is this, is in every interaction we have with one another, from the moment we meet each other to the moment we say goodbye, whether that's three months or 60 years from the moment you meet each other, we're responding to each other's bids. We're attuning to each other. You know, you think, oh, well, okay, people are married, they're not having sex. Yes, I understand that's happening. But what's also the case is that there are masterful loves out there. 20% of marriages, I would say, probably have a lot of these core elements, this one included, that their sex, their romance, their passion is there and that you can maintain that throughout your life with one person. <laughs> it's possible, my friends, but it starts from the very, very beginning. Now let's think about a best case scenario at the very beginning. Can we? Is it okay if we do? Our listeners out there who are falling in love for the first time or meeting someone and they want to be with them, you know what I mean? They want to call them their girlfriend, boyfriend, partner, whatever. If by the second date, you don't have a sense that you have chemistry, then bail, all right? If by the second, third date, you don't see an intellectual curiosity or an emotional curiosity, that is the kind of love that you are looking to generate in the world with somebody and to create a legacy with them at some point, if that's where you are in your life and you may find yourself that this is you and you're 25 years old or 30 years old, you may find yourself divorced and having been separated and dating again, wherever you find yourself uh, considering these questions, understand that the emotional connection that you create at the very beginning sets the tone for the emotional connection and the kind of relationship you'll have for the rest of your life if you stay with that person, if that's what you do. <laughs> now, most people are getting married later in life. Late 20s is the average these days for getting married. And that's after, on average, how many years, how many years of dating is there between a couple being together and getting engaged how many years? What's the average? What do we think? So we got some few a few guesses here. Uh, Ree Cortez says, I totally agree, but there are so many broken people who are looking for things they think is love. I hope they hang out here at A Better Love Project and listen to the show and watch our content. Radika's making a lot of great content. You should look at it, watch it on TikTok, share it. We got a few guesses here, uh, a couple guesses. Edwin says three years, Radika says one. Those are two awesome guesses. It's about three years, the average. And two to five, that's the range. What is it that I can help you with, my friend? We're going to, would you like, is there a question here, my friend? What is there that you would like to talk about? I'm happy to get to 
your specific issue. That is the origin of our show, by the way, is answering people's relationship questions. I did it for a year. I answered people's relationship questions. Any, any question anybody gave me, I did a podcast about it. So what is the question, my friend? I know that you've been in a passionless marriage for over 34 years. I know that it seems like they're just your roommate. What is it that you are seeking? What is it that you want? What is it that you want to create right now? Knowing that the beginning was amazing, knowing that you did have all of that chemistry, you were emotionally connected in that way at some point, knowing that that could be the possibility. What is it that you want? Say it here, share it. When you know what you want, let me know. I'm going to give you another like five minutes to think about that, my friend, and we'll come back to it. Radhika, can you make sure that I come back to it? Thank you. Uh, I'm, I, want, I want to finish my thought here because we wanted to make sure you understand we are committed uh, to you, each and every one of our listeners, everybody who's been with us from the very beginning for over a year. And if you're listening right now and understand how powerful a first love can be, I want you to sponsor the show right now so we can help listeners start long-term relationships right. Make a one-time tax-deductible donation to our charity by visiting patreon.com forward slash a better love project. Help me pay Radhika and our team, help us grow, help us continue to make a positive impact on the world. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't know if you know, but I've been watching a lot of reality TV. Radhika, are you actually watching any reality TV or are you not a reality TV person? Radhika used to watch Love is Blind. Okay, I'm going to talk about Love is Blind in a second. Now, why did you stop watching it? That's the question. Uh, but anyway, it's important to me that we watch reality TV because we have to understand like, okay, what is it? Like, what is the dialogue in, in media, mainstream media? What is, what is the conversation here about what healthy love can look like? And that is what our mission is. So I don't know if we're going to get a ton of great examples of healthy love from reality TV, but I want you to know I'm watching a lot of reality TV. These are a few that I'm watching right now. And by the way, I want you to know I'm reading these comments, my friend. You need to clearly define what it is that you want to happen right now in your relationship. Like, what do you want to change? If you were to wake up tomorrow morning, what would be different? Figure that out. I'm going to give you a little time. All right. So 90 days single, uh, the single life, you know that I'm watching that discovery plus, uh, fan favorites are back and looking to find love once again, dated and related on Netflix. Anybody watching this pairs of siblings. We'll be seeing each other's love life up close and personal as they search for the one together. <laughs> uh, has anyone watched that? That's fucking hilarious. Uh, Real Girlfriends in Paris. I'm going to watch one episode of this. This is on Bravo. Came out September 5th. We're I'm talking about fall reality TV here, ladies and gentlemen. And it airs on Mondays at 9 will follow six young women who are all American expats and experiencing their wildest adventure yet in the most beautiful city in the world, Paris. So we'll check in and see that. Teen Mom, I don't think anybody watched, watches Teen Mom uh, in our audience. I'm going to skip that. Love and Marriage, Huntsville on OWN Network. September 10th, it started on Saturdays at 8. Anybody watched Love and Marriage, Huntsville? It centers around the lives of three high-powered African-American couples who come together to re revitalize the thriving city of Huntsville, Alabama through their joint real estate venture, The Comeback Group. Uh, Gina is in the house, by the way. Gina is one of our advocates at A Better Love Project. If you want to be cool like Gina, go to Patreon and support us tonight. Gina says that she loves The Paris Show. Anything French gets my attention. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Paris is a very special city. I enjoyed my visit there when I swung through. Here's the next one that you might not guess is on my list of reality TV. It actually doesn't 
necessarily fit into the niche that I'm in. But anyway, we're going to be watching, I'm going to be watching Halloween Baking Championship on Food Network, which aired on September 12th. It's on Mondays at 9. Host John Henson is the caretaker of a haunted hotel and will be welcoming the competitors to an eight-week stay unless their big goods fail to impress the judges, Stephanie Boswell, Carla Hall, and Zach Young. I'm huge into the baking, cooking shows. So if you are too, you might be watching that one with me, Halloween Baking Championship. You know, we're going to get into Thanksgiving soon and then the holidays after that. So there'll be all sorts of baking shows, I'm sure. Anyway, Love is Blind. Radhika watches Love is Blind, or did at least at one point. Uh, you might be interested, uh, interested Radhika, in this show, which aired on September 16th, called Love is Blind After the Altar. After the experiment, it says reality comes into focus. What happened to the couples and singles from Love is Blind season two after the weddings? I think that's an interesting question because we, we always want to talk about the romance stage. But what happens after the romance stage? So hopefully it's well beyond a year or two years. But if it's not and you're on reality TV, <laughs> we'll see. What, what, ep, what season are they in? I guess that's my question. Anyway, Bachelor in Paradise is back on. I won't be watching that, to be honest with you. But if you watch it, let me know what you think. And the last one I'm going to mention here, which I am going to watch one episode of, and I wish I could host this thing, to be honest with you. But anyway, The Real Love Boat on CBS airs October 5th, Wednesdays at 9, brings singles together to travel the Mediterranean on a luxury cruise ship while looking for love. I think that might be an interesting one. And one where we might want to actually use some, some skills. I, this is what I, I have some homework for you everybody here it is if you are thank you for that rose by the way every rose that you donate here at a better love project goes directly into our charitable fund every rose is a cent is a penny and we'll take every penny that you donate to support our work here if you're married right now or if you've just met somebody you've been together for three months and you really like them you're really into them and you just want to i don't know you just want to be monogamous you want to be exclusive you want to be their person and whatever. If that's if that happens quickly, uh, pacing is so important, right? And emotional attunement is so important. The pacing will be more right than wrong if you're emotionally tuned. Here are some questions to ask yourself to see if you're interested in transitioning from the just talking phase to the together phase. Here we go. Or answer these questions for me right now. Answer these questions in your head. What do you think of when you think about the person you're with right now? Are you excited by the thought of them? Do you imagine wanting to be around them more and more? Like, are you just talking more and more? And here's the most important question. After you think about that, do you think about anyone else? Do you think about anyone else? If the answer to that last question is no, then I wouldn't hesitate. I wouldn't sweat it. I would encourage you to see people as they are and how they show themselves to be early. And if the person you're with after a few months shows themselves to be trustworthy, committed, attractive, then why not be exclusive? Why not call each other whatever the hell you want to call each other? At the end of the day, titles bestow, bestow a signal, a clear signal of emotional connection, the strength of your emotional connection and your attachment to one another. So if you're listening to this right now and you're dating and you're actually open to the prospect of meeting someone and being with someone for the rest of your life, that's actually where you are. Then you need to be able to do that well. You need to be able to express that well so here's the deal i want you to focus on the following two things i want you to communicate in a mutually validating way 
and share in a mutually influential way how important that person is to you, how amazing that person is to you, how much you value that person. You know, just be real about it. Keep it real. Express that. Take the initiative to express that to one another. And especially if you find yourself dating someone who has had a less than secure attachment style, if there's anxiety or avoidance or anything else like that in that relationship, the potential relationship, then you definitely want to be affirming of your love for that person. You definitely want to be affirming of your love for that person. Because in this world, why do we need to dig for things? Why is it that we need to beg for things now? In a romantic, passionate, healthy love, we want love to be given freely. And that takes effort. And that takes initiative. So whether you've just been together for a few months or you've been together for a while, don't overthink it. All right? That's all for us this week. If you want to join me for a 10-minute mindful breathing exercise on TikTok at a Better Love Project every morning, or almost every morning at least, you can. I'll be leading that exercise consistently at 9 a.m. Pacific time for our listeners who've been practicing with us, with me, almost daily since May. Cheers to each of you who has done that. If you're starting to enjoy some cooler fall weather on the East Coast or other parts of the world, now's the perfect time to buy one of our Love Each Other Fiercely hoodies. If you haven't gotten our hoodie yet, you got to get it. You can get it in Cardinal Red. I really like it in Cardinal Red. It's, it's beautiful. There's a link to buy our hoodies and other gear in the show notes. All that money uh, goes to our charitable fund. Radhika, thank you so much for being here tonight. Thank you for moderating. Thank you for your thoughts and your guesses. I appreciate you and all the content that you're making. Legit people, if you have not seen any of Radhika's content, you got to go check it out, like it, share it, and go follow her at underscore Rads Patel, R-A-D-Z-P-A-T-E-L, underscore Rads Patel. Go follow her right now. From my heart to yours, love each other fiercely. Until next time, peace.